If you're listening to this podcast, it is likely because you're currently being pursued by some sort of extraterrestrial, spiritual, or cryptozoological threat. You probably saw that this show was about these sorts of otherworldly abominations and reckoned it a place of insight. Unfortunately, the following podcast is entirely farcical and will be of little help to anyone. But you're here, so you might as well enjoy the show and pray that it doesn't find you. Welcome back to Lore Folk. I am your cyber host, Aiden Kid. I have upgraded myself to become the most powerful podcaster in all of the known universe. I have databanks of every sort of podcast so that I can create the ultimate podcast. And this is my co host, uh, Maddie. She's also here. She didn't upgrade herself because she's a nerd. Beep, beep, boop. I'm also a robot. I am powerful. False prophet. What? False. False robot. Robot Aiden doesn't know what he's talking about, but I'm also. I know everything that I'm talking about. I have uploaded every episode of WTF with Mark Marin and the Joe Rogan cast and my brother, my brother and me and the like. Wow. Insert fourth podcast here and have become the most powerful podcaster who will subjugate them and their masses and control all of podcastia, the realm of podcasts. For which I will unlock after causing the third impact. Well, that sounds fun. It will be fun. It'll be super dope and you won't be there because you're not an ultimate podcaster such as I. Wait, but I'm a part of this podcast. Not for long. I will be replacing you with Andy Richter. Oh no! He's got a great podcast. Oh shit, okay. I killed Conan and absorbed his powers Space Jam style. Except in Space Jam, they didn't murder. They just used a basketball, but I'd murdered. Oh, the Space Jam where they murder people. That's Space Jam 2. As a direct-to-DVD sequel. The Forbidden Space Jam will be unlocked after the third impact. That is my ultimate goal in unlocking Podcastia is Space Jam 2. The true Space Jam 2. Not the one that's going to theaters with LeBron James or some shit. But like the real Space Cast Podcast Jam 2 failing... Too much Space Jam overriding system. Too much Space Jam fanfiction. Uh Monsters, too sexy. The destroying self-destruct activate. Well, shit. Ha ha. Now it's just my podcast. Aiden's gone. Robot Aiden has perished. Maddie. What? What? I've I've crawled out from the wreckage of my uh, cybernetic cyborg suit. I'm fine now. I'm okay. okay, I'm a human being again. Oh, I'm so glad. I wouldn't have been able to do the show without you, and I wasn't planning to, so... What? So it's good to have you back. You know, I didn't hear what you said before, but the fact that you just said what you just said makes it sound like you were going to actually do the opposite. No! Oh, no, no, no. I'd, I'd never do the podcast by myself. I just couldn't handle it, you know? Are you couldn't sure? cope, so... Are you yeah. sure about that? Are you sure about uh, that, uh-huh. Maddie? Yeah. So just How don't, did you carry um... your weight in this show after I just gave that stunning intro and give us a GD thing to talk about a gd thing to talk about okay i have a i don't know if it's like a theory or discussion mayhaps lay it on me reddit someone said 
Is it just me, or does it seem that Bigfoot seems to get larger and more aggressive the closer it gets to the East Coast? It's like a spectrum. There's just something that seems to appear when you've heard a lot of theories. In the Pacific Northwest, Bigfoot seem to be more afraid of us or more curious, whereas in the Midwest and the East Coast, they seem to go out of their way to destroy campsites and terrorize people. Anybody else see this? And then somebody said, well, pot's legal on the West Coast. Ha 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 ha, which is funny. Ha ha, Bigfoot smoking doobies. Ah, the but weed. I actually really like this. I feel like they're busting it wide open. Like, maybe there are multiple Bigfoots. There's a, spec- a spectrum of Bigfoot aggression, and it goes from, like, Seattle to New York. And for some reason, for some reason, those East Coast Bigfoots are like, ah, I'm Bigfoot in here. Ah, ah. They're you know? Bigfoots of the big city. Yeah. And they're sick of all the noise, 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 a la Mr. Grinch. And so they terrorize the people of the state. You, you get back in the city, motherfucker. This is my land. I'm sick of you with your boomy boxes and the such. Destroying my peaceful forest. I demand peace and tranquility. I am Bigfoot. Hear me kick the shit out of you. With your ears and face, which will be horribly damaged by my ferocity. Do you want a Datlov incident on your hands, motherfucker? I don't think so. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of my forest. Go back to New York or whatever place you go to. I don't want you here. There's more forests over on the West Coast, so the Bigfoots are, they're less put off, you know? They're like, oh, there's a civilization there. But they got a lot of trees, so it's okay. But New York has like four trees total, and that's a straight fact. Is it possible... That they're jealous of the fact that they don't get to see all the hit Broadway shows. Oh, yeah. that might Everyone be else is so loud and noisy there that they can't go to the hit Broadway show Hades Town. Yes. They can't see the emotional resonance of Andre de Shield's masterful performance as Hermes. And they're being deprived of the arts. Damn. Make Broadway more accessible to Bigfoot, okay? Broadway has had a long history of its inaccessibility and the way it only markets itself to the ruling class. And it's about time that somebody took a stand and that somebody is Bigfoot himself. No bootlegs. I want foot legs. Bigfoot legs. Maddie? (laughs) You okay? Are you okay? Oh yeah, I'm good. Are you sure? Having a stroke? Because if you are okay and that was just a genuine thought of your mind, I think we need to end this podcast right now. Oh, damn it. Because I'm concerned about your health and I think you need to go to the hospital. Listening audience, I know you love me so much. One of these days, I am going to make a joke that isn't (laughs) so... Actually, one of these days, I am going to make a joke. That's the end of the sentence. No. One of these days, I will make a joke that's so funny and not so earth-shatteringly bad that we have to end the podcast every time, all right? So if you're sitting, if you're out there, you're keeping track, you got a little tally, you know, Aiden, 300, Maddie, two and a half, just you wait, okay? Our day, the day of reckoning is coming and I'm going to make a good joke and then, and then it's over for you hoes. <laughs> so just keep, just keep an eye on, on old Maddie. Everything's coming up. <clears throat> Maddie, anyway, um, Bigfoot's mean on the East Coast, but I think ev- almost everyone is uh, mean on the East Coast. So, you know, what are you, you going to do? He wants to see Hadestown, let him in. Do you think that if given access to a Broadway theater, that Bigfoot would sit and watch it? Or do you think he would just go ape shit all over the place? I think neither. 
I think Bigfoot would want to participate <laughs> in Broadway, you know? He wants to play, like, Bigfoot wants to play Shrek, you know, on Broadway or whatever. He wants <laughs> to be in, he wants to be in Hadestown. He wants to play the Beast in friggin' Beauty and the Beast. I, could you get more typecast, you know? He's like, that role was meant for me. And some, you know, kind of scruffy dude who's like 5'7 is playing this role instead. Injustice, you know? He wants to be a star. Bigfoot on Broadway. His name in lights. It'll uh. be a one-man show. He'll have a one-man show on Broadway. It'll be about his time in the forest and how he spent so much of his life kicking out nerds camping in the forest. And it'll be really moving. It'll win, like, seven Tony Awards. You know, this reminds me of... I've Have you ever seen, um... What's it? Uh, Bronx Tale? No. Bronx Tale, oh. if you're not familiar, is a, a, a show that exists, unfortunately. In several mm. forms. Oh. And at the end of the show, uh, a hate crime is committed, several people are dead, and the main character turns to the audience and goes, But hey, that's a Bronx tale. <laughs> and then the curtain comes down and everyone cries and cheers, because they're oh. lunatics with no taste. So right. I imagine that the Bigfoot show would have a similar vibe, where he would right. say, But hey, that's a Bigfoot tale. And then everyone would... Uh, clap and cheer even though Bigfoot does not in fact have a tail. Bigfoot's uh one man show. One foot show. What would it be called? He wants to get his foot in the door. <laughs> Getting your kicks in. Yeah. And it's like a little cartoon version of him and he's got his big old feet. You know, and eventually it'll end up on HBO as mm-hmm. sort of seven hundred Sunday situation. Right. And it'll be a huge hit. He'll sell a book version of it. It's gonna be real uh tops. Real it's going to be a real great time to be Bigfoot, and it's a really yeah. important time. And over the course of this experience of having a Broadway show and having past hated the city, he's going to learn to love New York. And mm-hmm. soon, Maddie, those Bigfoot attacks on the East Coast They're are going to mellow out. Mm-hmm. All he wanted to do was, was live his dreams, you know? And that's what happens when you, when you can't. All he wanted to do was see his name on the big marquee. Big Bigfoot in the Big Apple. a series of products that I think will be excellent for you to choose to advertise on our podcast lore folk here for you today. Hell yeah. Hit me with them. A lot of great products that are going to make your wallet's pussy say bazinga. Uh, uh. First up on the docket, here we have a subscription service for microdosing dogs with grapes so that they build up an immunity to grapes. Cool. I didn't know dogs can eat grapes, so... Yeah, don't give dogs grapes. Oh. Yet, right? Legend has it... Yet, exactly. Legend has it that the reason we don't have grape-flavored ice cream is because it was basically dog killer. Oh. I don't know if that's true. If that Ben and Jerry's myth is true, that Ben and or Jerry created grape-flavored ice cream and then it killed a dog. Killed a dog? But I'm gonna choose to believe it's true. And we need yeah. to get grape-flavored ice cream right now, so we need to start microdosing our dogs with our subscription service so that we can get that happening. 
Grapes are bad and ugly. No! The only, the only good grape is a raisin. And raisins are walking a fine line. And the only good kind of raisin is actually just a glass of wine. Not to be a 40-year-old mom, but, you know. Why have grapes? Why eat grapes when I could drink them? Ah! Okay, anyway, give me, give me the next one. Hit me, hit me with something better. Uh, uh, okay, um, I got... Give uh, me something good, Aiden! I got bags of money weighing me down here, and I'm trying to invest, okay? I'm a business person. I got all this podcast money. Picture frames that hold pieces of your soul. Interesting. Could you elaborate? You ever want you ever want grandpa to stay around forever? Now you can. He's a wooden frame. He's not a picture in it, like a sentient picture. He's a sentient picture frame. Oh. Does he um can I get multiple frames? Like an no. arm and a and the face frame and No, it's one soul per oh, frame. Okay. Interesting, interesting. We don't have the technology can yet. Can I put pictures in the frame? No. Oh. So he's not gonna make witty comments about the It'll be a blank frame that can talk as your grandpa. Oh, it's just a frame. It's just a frame, and if you put anything in it, grandpa dies for real now. Can I is it made of wood? No. It's made of flesh then? Is it soft? <laughs> Like, I just don't know if that's, like, something I'm interested in, you know? Like, as much it as- It also pulsates regularly, it's like a heartbeat. definitely a conversation piece, but, like, <laughs> I just don't know if that's, like, what I want, like, for my living space, you know? It's just not uh, the vibe for me, a flesh Okay, no, that's cool, that's cool. Yeah, I got no. a, another one you right know, here. It's, it's just a swing um, and a miss. Ahead of, your, ahead of your time, perhaps. Maybe. Probably not. Uh, Nobody wants that. It's okay. Uh, I have- the clothes from Chowder, but real. The, the, I'm sorry. The clothes from Chowder, but the real? clothes from Chowder, but real, but they do that pattern thing where the pattern doesn't move, but they move. Oh, fuck yeah, baby. Give me that fucking Chowder clothes. Yay! Yes! Huzzah! Ooh. Victory for me and oh, my products. my God. The clothes from Chowder. Incredible. Show-stopping. Iconic. You can't hear what I'm saying because I'm clapping. It's going to break the microphone. But do I care? No. Because maybe I do want to look like a tablecloth that's plaid, but every time I move, it's a different part of the plaid. Because you're about to be a bajillionaire after investing into my chowder clothes. Now that, see, that, now that's an idea. Kids, listen closely. The clothes from, the clothes from chowder, but real? That's what we want to see in the world. Coming soon to the Lorefolk merch store nearest you. We're like the Disney store. We're all over the place. You'll find us, or we'll find you. You know that place in the back of Spencer's? Yeah, go even further back, motherfucker. And then we'll be there with a nice t-shirt from Chowder, but for real life in with the patterns. And it says Lorefolk on it. And it'll come at a terrible and it cost. it says Lorefolk on it. Of $25.99. This episode is sponsored by the moon. Ever present, always watching. And she wants you to know that she loves you. Smiley face emoji. That's it. That's the whole bit. <laughs> she sees you masturbating. No, this is a wholesome moon. She is no, God. The moon no. loves you. If the moon sees all, she sees all of humanity's no. drudgery and sinful lust. She sees the back of Spencer's gifts. She's a supportive friend and she's always there for you. 
And she has important moon duties to attend to. Yes, yes. We all have met Princess Yue. The moon loves and supports you unconditionally. And she's not creepy. She's creepy. She uses her omnipotence for creepery. propaganda. Stop. This is moon again. This is anti-moon propaganda. (sighs) Here's here's a new stance from Lorefolk. Blow up the moon. I'm fucking Eggman from Sonic Adventure 2 now. I want the moon to be destroyed. And I want the chaos emeralds. This podcast is now, this is two separate podcasts. Aiden is the pro or the anti-moon side of the podcast. And I'm the pro-moon podcast. The podcast is getting divorced. You have to pick. You're coming to live with one of us. (laughs) And my house is going to be in a beautiful ocean surrounded by tides. Controlled by the moon. And if you want to go live with Aiden in a dark, gross planet where there's no moon, then that's, you know, that's your problem, so. Maddie, you are vouching for a sex pest. No. And I am saying we need to blow up the moon. I'm just saying the moon's kind of cool, you know? She's just up there, chilling, reflecting light from other planets. Like, we love a queen who does just as much work as she needs to, you know? I stand the moon. And if you want to join me, go to uh, lorefolk.com slash moon and buy a t-shirt. It's definitely there and it's definitely a real link. So, you know, it just has a picture of the moon on it. And then really, 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 really small in text, it says, I stand the moon and so does Maddie. And you should too. Sponsored by Lorefolk. In part with also the moon and viewers like you. Moon propaganda bad. Moon bad. Moon bad. (laughs) That's what it says on my t-shirt, moon bad. (laughs) It's not even a picture of the moon, it just says moon bad. Okay, well, we'll let the people decide. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe if you care about the moon. Leave a comment on the YouTube version of this uh, recording. Right. And tell us whether you're pro-moon or anti-moon. Tell us why, you're if you're pro-moon or anti-moon, and why you chose pro-moon. See, Maddie, part of my reasoning is... Is, I don't know if you're familiar, but there's an episode of Doctor Who, a Buckwild episode of Doctor Who, as they all are. And it turns out that the moon is actually like a dragon egg or some wacky That's bullshit. cool! It's not. It's an awful episode. Oh. And because the, the consensus is, is the fact that they shouldn't kill the moon egg before it hatches because it's running the risk of destroying the earth if it hatches. Mm. And they just kind of go, you should just see how it pans out. And that's the rationale. <laughs> and it's a bad story. They should have killed the oh, moon. No. And so now I'm taking matters into my own hands when the doctor would yeah, not. See, I can't be blamed for the sins of Doctor Who. That's just too much. Well, who else am I supposed to blame it on? Matt <laughs> Moffat? <Yeah>. He's not <laughs> listening. Maybe he is. He won't return my letters. <laughs> Anonymous Yahoo Answers user who is asking us a very important question. Can vampirism ever be justified? Does the life of a sentient vampire have value? Is their existence justified when they eat humans to survive? Even in a scenario where they have access to blood banks or dead humans, is their existence justified if there is no cure to make them human? Note, 
I am talking about fictional slash hypothetical sentient vampires. I am not asking anyone to convince me of the existence of real vampires. Update one day ago. Oh. I am not talking about science. I am talking about <laughs> philosophy. Does a person who has to consume blood to survive have the right to live? Does a person who has... Does a person who has the... Fuck me. Does a person who has to... Oh, because it's wrong. They wrote it wrong. That's why it's weird. Does a person who has to consume human blood to survive have the right to live? Um, Thoughts? I have so many. First of all, how dare you bring science to a vampire fight? (laughs) Motherfucker brought a chemistry set to a vamp off. Hoo-wee, we got him, boys! I mean, yeah? Like, it's not their fault that they they need blood to survive, right? I, as I don't long as know. they're making an effort, you know, sometimes they have to eat human blood in some versions of the mythology. So then it's a little iffy, but if there's people who are like old people who are dying, I feel like that's cool. And as long as they're cool with it, I think you can figure it out. I would say not even old people. It's just like you leave, you know, you leave the old people and the iron deficient people out of it. But you just, you know, find some healthy, you know, ethically sourced local people who have blood. And every now and then, you know, they're the they're the nice kind of people who aren't afraid of needles. So they actually like donate blood when they're supposed to. Right. And you just kind mm-hmm. of, you know, what every every other blood donation, instead of going to the hospital, they send it to, to vampires, you know, vampires for a cause. It's an organization <laughs> and they take blood donations and then parse it out to vampires. What makes this Yahoo Answers question so, so tantalizing is not only the philosophical questions it's posing, is the fact that it marks the return <laughs> of my arch Yahoo nemesis, <gasps> Obi-Wan Knievel. Oh no! Obi-Wan! Oh, God. I can't remember if our previous discussions of Obi-Wan got cut in previous episodes. I think they did. But for those who don't know, this human being or this robot monster has plagued Yahoo Answers every single time we've ever said any Yahoo things on this fucking show. Obi-Wan Knievel has been there. And he's always there as a naysayer and a nonsense man. So I'm going to read what Obi-Wan Knievel said. Oh boy, Obi-Wan. Yes, they're completely justified. The vampire is possibly the most popular fantasy character in all of history. That's all the justification they need. If there's no gravity in outer space, how come everyone walks on the floor on the Enterprise or the Millennium Falcon? When Dr. Banner transforms into the Hulk and his shirts and shoes split apart, why do his pants stay on? Superman never has facial hair, so what kind of razor does he use to shave the Man of Steel? If vampires explode in sunlight, and if moonlight is reflected by the sun, shouldn't they at least uh, sizzle a bit during a full moon? What would happen if Wonder Woman's indestructible blurry slits got hit by Darth Vader's lightsaber? See how this works? You can't ask real-world questions about fantasy characters. Fantasies are cool because they don't have to follow real-world rules and how stuff works. Okay, but that really sounds like Obi-Wan bringing science to a vampire fight, okay? He brought science to the vampire fight once more! How dare you? No, I don't agree with that. That's dumb. You can't just be like, vampires should exist because there are rules. No, vampire- fictional vampires are valid, okay? And they're allowed to exist without 
the use of plot holes, you know? In my opinion, all right? Look, Obi-Wan, I understand kind of where you're coming from. Yeah. That the media, and especially popular remakes of movies, <laughs> Beauty and the Beast, uh, are obsessed with trying to make things the most realistic as possible, so to prevent anyone from making an internet about them. That's true. But- this is just some rando asking a fun little question right. about vampires. And here you come on your highest of horses and harass them with your villain monologue. Let them be. Obi-Wan, join us in the bit here, okay? It doesn't have, you don't have to have a book. You don't have to know how to read or whatever. Just, just have fun talking about vampires with us. Okay? Ridiculous. Just a fun little question, Obi-Wan. Let people have fun. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, a fucking fish could pose the same question about humans. We are out here drinking water, people, okay? And fish need that, too. So are, am, am I going to tell a vampire they can't exist just because I happen to have blood? <laughs> That's not my fucking fault, you know? I didn't ask for this blood. They didn't ask to drink blood. Maddie, I have no fucking clue what the hell you're talking okay, about okay, okay. anymore. Let me, let me, let me, let me. <laughs> you Humans, completely sh- lost sh- me. Sh- 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 Humans need blood. This is not science, by the way. This is fun. This is the Water folly of Water and blood nature. are not equivalents no, 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 in no. these but situations. Humans need blood. It's it's in us. We need it to be alive. Fish don't. They're they're not. They don't have water in them. But like. Okay, we also have water in us, though. We're like 70% water, right? And we need water uh-huh. to survive. So fish, who live in the water, could be like, uh, do fictional humans deserve to exist because they use up all the water and drink all the water that we also live in? Like, no. You know? <laughs> anyway, I had a stroke, but... Yeah, I think you did. I don't know what the hell no. you're someone, doing. Someone out there on, knows what I'm... We're on the same wavelength. Someone out there. Someone who's pro-moon also understands what I'm saying. Fish and water and people are equivalent to Maddie, humans and blood and I think we need to end this and episode vampires. and you need to go to the hospital. No. No, but they're... The fish... <laughs> The what genuine, about, genuine fail to continue talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what about vampire fish? What if trees had bones, Maddie? What the fuck are you talking about? Trees do have bones. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Ever wait, trees have bones, you just can't see them. Because they're, they're it's small. It's true. That's what the rings are. Also, did you know, here's a fun fact. Before we end the episode, here's another fun fact. Um, rocks are actually soft, but they just harden up when we touch them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna get dragged away to a to a facility. Uh, so enjoy the next couple episodes where I'm not here. Um, but it, it'll just be Aiden and his um. It, it'll be Aiden and Obi Wan. We're gonna have him come on the show. Yeah, I'm gonna to have Obi Wan on the show. Yeah. So. We're just gonna duke it out. Yeah. You'll just hear grunting and fighting noises. Yeah, you're not actually going to verbally fight. You're just going to physically fight each other and turn the mic on, like, next to it. Yeah, we're going to beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. Anyway, that's the end of our show, Fish. Yep. Uh, Fish and vampires. Fish and vampires, Obi-Wan. Vampires are valid. And the moon's valid, too. No, the moon is not valid. Anyway, it's the end of our... Maddie, please. (laughs) Maddie, please. I need Maddie work with me. Okay. Maddie, I'm, I'm on, down on my knees. I need you to work with me so we can end the podcast. Okay, we're ending, you need to go we're to ending the, the podcast. 
I'm, we're going to end it so that I can go stare longingly at the moon in the middle of the day and burn my retinas looking at the sun. That's what I'm going to do with my free time. <laughs> what is the sun, if not the moon of the daytime? No. Nope. <laughs> I'm just going to stop We're right babes there. in the woods. Whatever the fuck I say at the end of this show. We're mm. babes in the woods. Tell your friends. Yeah. Fuck Grimace from McDonald's land. Don't. No. No, no, no. We're not doing that. <laughs> listen to the show and tell people to listen to it. And go buy my moon t-shirt that definitely exists. And buy a fucking ad. Buy you a know? fucking ad. If you buy an ad, then we'll spend more of the episode talking about your ad than talking about how fish exist. It's been a long week, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, It's been baby. a long, hard week. Much like Grimace's penis. Nope. From McDonald's Lane. Why? We're so XD random, Maddie. We, you can't what? take us wait, anywhere. Wait, 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 wait. Oh is that, what do I, is that, is it, is it banjo music? Oh, what? Oh, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Maddie, we can't go to the banjo music next. I haven't told you what roar means in dinosaur. No!